Welcome to the Remote CEO Show. My name is De Niro Bartolini, AKA De Niro B. I'm an acclaimed business coach and my moonshot is to change the face of work and business forever. With each episode, we bring you some of the most inspiring and insightful interviews with six, seven, eight, and nine figure entrepreneurs to crack the code on how to build your remote empire and have fun while doing it. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started. What's going on, CEOs? De Niro B here with another episode of the Remote CEO Show. Today, I am here with Robert Gill. Rob is a financial professional with over 21 years of experience in the industry. Robert is the founding member of Epic Financial Strategies and the driving force behind the philosophy and direction of the company. He helps people build wealth and keep it generation after generation. So I'm very excited for this chat. Rob, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well, De Niro. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share our experience, strength, and hope. No worries. Actually, again, thanks a lot for being on the show, Rob. And as usual, I always ask my guests, how did they start with their entrepreneurial journey? Tell us about a bit about your background. Yeah, thank you for that opportunity and that access. Uh, I think back to fifth grade when I, I was a paper boy in uh, Bayonne, New Jersey, where I grew up. 75,000 people in a three-mile uh, little urban town. And um, I remember in fifth grade that I had to deliver 100 papers. And it was in one block. It was from Second Street to First Street, which was awesome. So I didn't have to do like seven or eight or 10 blocks. And um, I did it every day after school, fifth grade, sixth grade, I think into seventh grade. And one of the things the entrepreneur kicked in when, um, well, first of all, I was able to save like 700 bucks. And this is like in the early 80s, right? So that's a long time ago. But one of my entrepreneurial, um, when I think back on it, and I could tie that into today, is I had a swimming pool in my backyard and my three other friends didn't. So one of the things in the summertime, what I would do is have them help me, um, you know, do the papers and then they would, we would all go swimming in my house every day. And that took, that took the time from one hour to 15 minutes when I was able to bifurcate uh, myself and these three other friends. And, and, and I think back to that, and that was my first entrepreneurial venture and understanding what scale looks like. Um, but I, I didn't have a map or I didn't have a language just so we're on the same page. So anyway, um, you know, my dad worked three jobs, put me through a Jesuit high school. My mom was a, a domestic engineer, a stay home mom. And um, my parents had no education about money. My dad was a police officer amongst those jobs. And um, every week, you know, there was, there was always money stress in our house. And I always felt like that I had no control. And I was, and I remember saying that, that when I get older, I'm not going to feel like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, at the end of the day, what, what, what really drove me was to get educated on money. I don't know if anybody here in the States remembers lottery or the lotto tickets. Uh, I remember looking at my dad's top drawer that was filled with lottery tickets that he didn't win. And his idea of financial freedom was, was, you know, playing a lottery every day. And uh, he had a big vision behind that. So, so that's like the background that got me into the money game. Um, but that's where it all started. Yeah, super cool. The paperboy story actually like uh, bartering, like bartering, like your services at the very beginning. That's super cool. Uh, then fast forward a few years and you and you found it um, epic. 
Uh, I do want to know more about this company, man. Uh, tell us more about what you do, why you started this yep. business. Thank you. Um, so in my mid-20s, I got a job on Wall Street, and I was opening new accounts over the phone. Um, and from 1996 to 2003, I would dial the phone three, 400 times a day. And during that process, I opened up about 3,000 accounts. I also trained, like the paperboy, 10 other people to do what I was doing, maybe not on my same level, but my sales strategy was transferable to them. And collectively, they may have opened 3,000 accounts. So at, all of a sudden, you realize that you know people are opening accounts, they're buying money, they're putting money into the stock market with, with good stocks. But based on the economic environment at any given point in time, sometimes these stocks would go down. And I remember I didn't like the way that felt. So as time went on, I began to think, all right, let me, let me really get into the, the planning space overall. So I began to learn about all the different financial products that are out there, their advantages, their disadvantages, and how it really pertains to you, De Niro, at your age versus me at my age versus the person around the corner at their yeah. age. And that's an important distinction to understand. So, so we founded a company called EPIC. And EPIC stands for Empower, Protect, Integrate, and Coordinate, right? So... We want to be able to empower you, educate you, show you how to integrate and coordinate all your different assets, make decisions that are based on logic, math, science, not emotional timidity, not, not a gut level hunch. And when winter comes like it did in March until even to this day, if you have an economic philosophy that is sound, that is tied into a, 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 a tool that monitors and measures all your financial decisions, so you could see things real time at the click of a button. So you have all financial organization that is, it's an app on your phone. Then once you have a philosophy, you could withstand any kind of economic winter that comes our way and be able to thrive in those moments. Because if you're properly planned, that's where, as we get out of winter and we go into um, spring, summer, fall, things that you do in winter, like what we did Epic over the last six months, have really exploded us on the scene. And um, I share that today and I, and I give that information to anyone that's listening. That's super cool, very interesting. And uh, this actually brings me to a question that a lot of my listeners and people that I have on my email list always ask me, like if someone is making some excess money, quote unquote, from their business, um, should they think about investing in other things as well. Once they're taking care of investing money back into the business, what should they invest in and, and how should they go about it? Should they do it on themselves with them uh, by themselves or should they follow someone else's advice? No, that's a great question. Um, and I think that what's important to understand, one of the things that we really want to lean into whenever we speak with somebody is that all of their financial professionals that are on their, that are, that are, that are working with them are on the same page for the benefit of them. Meaning you wanna make sure that your accountant is talking to your trust officer, who's mm -hmm. talking to your estate attorney, who's talking to your financial planner and your insurance agent. And if you don't have all those in your world, one of the things that we do is provide that, right? So if you have all these professionals on the same page, like the Rockefellers, like the Schwabs, like Napoleon Hill, if you have them all on the same page for your benefit, then to answer your question, then you can really decide how to deploy your money in the most meaningful, impactful way. 
That makes total sense. And uh, right now during COVID, like for those of you that are listening, by the way, to the podcast in the future, we're still, it's uh, November, 2020, still in the midst of this whole situation. Uh, what do you suggest people do right now? I know there are a lot of people, there's fear of not getting jobs, but let's talk about entrepreneurs that are actually already either pivoted and uh, their business is working very well or generally speaking, people that have a secure job, should they start looking to invest money right now or should they wait it out? You know, um, once again, and, and I like to be, I always want to answer your question the most efficient way I can. So if somebody is 60 years old and they're about to retire, they're going to start a secondary career. Um, they probably should, right? I think that you may retire from one industry, but be able to step into another. So if I look at all the entrepreneurs that are out there today, I think that COVID um, has really kind of given given the entrepreneur an opportunity to get their message out in a way that they weren't able to beforehand, right? So, you know, I think for us, if you look at Epic, and I have a lot of great educated professionals around me that understand all the products, but I remember two years ago, I was in Mexico and we were at a conference and there was a gentleman who's now one of my partners. He did a whole presentation and it was so good. And I remember going up to him saying, because he was talking to everyone else that was in the industry, I was like, do you, do you tell that to a lot of different clients? And he was, and this is the big challenge in our industry, how to be able to kind of sit down and create meaningful meetings with new people every day. And he said, no, not really. And, and it made me think like, if all of these people that have this education, if they can now have meetings that are set up for them and they could share that message, then, because this was the question I asked, how can I scale Epic? How can I grow Epic? And it dawned upon me that I had to create or be part of a marketing engine. And being part of a marketing engine really took us from eight meetings a month to, and this was March of uh, 2019, to like 40 meetings, then by April to 150 meetings a month. And this month in November, 2020, we're gonna have 500 new sales meetings because of uh, two movements, number one, one of our partners is Sean Callagy. He's the founder of Unblinded and the creating, creator of an ecosystem merger model. I had the good fortune of working with Sean prior to him opening Unblinded, understanding his integrity-based human influence model, how to take people from hello to yes. And that's on the sales side, but that's also on the recruitment side, right? So all these entrepreneurs that are out there, if you want to recruit people in your industry, this is how you do it. And if you want to be able to create more meetings to be able to share your message, there is a formula. And that formula has been phenomenal for Epic. And, and, you know, we, right after we met Sean and developed a good relationship, he introduced us to Chris Crone. Uh, Chris Crone is a top 20 influencer on YouTube. Chris and I do many videos together to educate his audience and it drives traffic to Epic. And that's been our secret of, of really leveraging emerging ecosystems. Super cool. Love Sean was on my podcast. I, really? I, I, I was, on, oh, yeah, wow. of course. Yeah, I was on the Unblinded uh, Huddles as well. He's on I've been, yeah, yeah, super cool. Uh, I do want to talk about marketing because a lot of uh, my uh, listeners have small businesses. They're trying to scale. And, uh, and I always tell them you got to nurture relationships and you have to have partnership systems in place. So can you tell us a bit more? Can we dig a bit deeper into yeah. what you were talking about, this marketing strategy? How did you go from like a decent number of meetings still, but like to like a hundred Xing it? <laughs> so stage and a microphone, right? And a stage and a microphone is this. A stage and a microphone is a video you shoot on LinkedIn, you shoot on Epic, you shoot on Instagram, Facebook. 
uh, with good content, good messaging, providing education and value. If you go to our YouTube channel, Epic Financial Strategies, every single day, we're providing educational content with no ask. We're just pushing information out every single day. And then we're repurposing that information onto Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And I think for us, um, while you're sending out your own message and at the same time merging ecosystems with other folks, the message gets out a lot faster and people begin to call in and ask questions, right? So yes. um, so merging ecosystems, Sean Callagy style, through the world, through the languages written through the world of unblinded, going from hello to yes with integrity, understanding that, uh, you know, you want to be able to have a stage and a microphone. You want to be able to... Uh, it's not about you give back to whoever you merge in ecosystems with even more than what you're receiving. And that's providing partnerships and, and revenue sharing arrangements that are I dotted and T crossed with law firms, make sure everything is copacetic. But you know, one of the things that COVID did is it did create a rallying cry for people to work together and support each other. And if you could find the right mix of models that have been there, done that, and what you're trying to achieve and become coachable and not be the smartest person in the room, good things happen. Very true. You said a ton of great stuff that it made me start thinking. There's one thing, though, that you brought up just 10 seconds ago about COVID and how at the very beginning, I noticed that a lot of business owners were freaking out because they're like, I can't go to meetings anymore. But now with Zoom, it's almost like a paradox. Everything is so much closer when it comes to communication because you don't even need to go down the street. You just press a button and you're in someone else's office. Excellent. So. During this time, um, how are you running? Like, did you find a difference between how you were running your sales meetings before and your reach to yeah. post COVID and how you're running them now? Yeah, great question. So if you think about it, if I had a face-to-face -face meeting, I would have to get in my car, drive one hour, do the meeting for two hours and drive back. That's four hours. During yes. COVID, that, that, that same four hours through Zoom um, is like five meetings. So do yes. that every day, that's 25 new meetings or a hundred new meetings a month, right? Yes. I just saw, like right now, you and I are doing this. After the, I already had a sales call this morning. Um, after this, I have another face-to-face because -face, we still yep. do those from time to time. And then like there's seven other meetings just today while seven of my team members have another three or four meetings each. Yes. And it's because of the amount of, 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 of interest that's been coming in. Uh, based on, remember, you, whatever you're in, you want to be able to provide a service to somebody, but you want to be great at what you do. But at the same time, you also want to have your messaging going out there every single day, touching the people. And then once they're in your ecosystem, you know, then you have text follow-ups and email follow-ups that are congruent with your messaging and, um, you know, part of the overall planning process. I would say for us at Epic, we are uh, phenomenal at the marketing side, number one. Number two, mm -hmm. We are, um, I say, overall planning from a perspective of financial organization and education on products. We are unbelievable, and the and and for us, we are grow. I, you know, we we picked up five new agents slash advisors in the last week all across the country that are working remotely from their home. That's actually literally my next question. You read my mind, and I was thinking about hiring and scaling your business through COVID. Uh, and even after, I mean, like this COVID thing that's happening right now with working remotely was just a catalyst, but nobody or is going to go back to the exact same way as before. I mean, some jobs will go back to being in person, but the majority of the people that found out that can work remotely and they're very efficient doing it, uh, they'll probably still do it. So I was just wondering, how do you hire 
uh, where do you look for great talent? And uh, is it something, are you doing something different now that, from what you were doing before? Yeah, um, great question. And one of the things I say, we're the only game in town that does this. Remember, everybody out there needs financial education. Everybody, right? Yes. And, and we like to create sober financial thinking, um, not just put things on credit cards or, or you know, crazy spending. So we want to provide world-class education. With that being said, every agent slash advisor out there, they might have great knowledge up top, but they don't have anyone they can talk to. So when I begin to speak with somebody and think about bringing them on board, the one thing I like to make clear is, hey, listen, we're going to give you 20 or 30 new appointments a month. That's going to be your, your first three or four months where we're going to educate you on how to educate the public. But your job at some point is to be able to get your own meetings. So, so if I'm the only game that you know, De Niro that is going to offer you uh, 20 yeah. to 30 solid appointments a month, you know, it's easy for us to work together, right? Because no one else is doing that. And if, if that's the case, then we could scale this as long as we keep, our marketing keeps bringing in new sales appointments, every, every hundred new increase sales appointments a month equals another three advisors or agents for me. Um, I'd like to be at 5,000 a month. Right now we could really get to a thousand, hopefully in the next 60 days. And that's going to be another 10 advisors. Wow. Wow. Super cool. And another question that I wanted to ask uh, you, because again, these are all the questions that my listeners and uh, people that I have on Instagram and whatnot ask me all the time. How do you keep, and, and the reason why I'm asking this, Rob, is because you were saying that you were the force behind the philosophy and direction of your company. How do you feel uh, you're like, able to keep the same philosophy and corporate culture a when you're scaling fast and b when you're scaling remotely yep i'm learning how to do both every day but our motto is constant never-ending improvement we uh as a unit we're meeting three times a week monday wednesday friday at different points during the day so we're constantly in communication with each other and sometimes we have meetings in our office but you know every meeting does have people on the zoom screen so we're always in that space, always training up. There's never like, hey, you know, let's be satisfied. We're grateful, right? But we're constantly looking to push the ball forward right now. And, you know, some advisors already came and went that didn't make it. Other ones have stayed, you know what I mean? So it's really a matter of, you know, keeping with the current training, the education. We have a great CRM system. Obviously, you need that. Um, and be able to communicate your message in the most efficient manner possible. That makes sense. So like, um, don't mind me ask, I'll, I'll say no, one thing, what I, what I have noticed is a shift in uh, peak state performance. You know, mm -hmm. it's important for us to you know, tap into our nervous systems right away in the morning. We want to be able to prime, have rituals, routines, because in that space, it kind of takes away the negative thinking that could creep in overnight and really put you in a position to just tackle each and every little micro distinction minute to minute hour to hour and by doing that there's massive explosion on the other side of that that makes sense wow there's a lot of information here and like i wanted to ask you in the meantime i mean the business is growing super fast i'm sure that you're not just hiring people there's something else you're definitely working on so can you tell us what's exciting coming up in the next few months or years are you expanding um just size wise or you're also offering different services and branching out? Yeah, we're, we're, we're working on Epic University. Uh, we're working okay. on creating some books. Um, we're going to have a virtual event at the end of January. We don't, we don't specifically okay. have it yet. It's going to be for free. 
And for two days, it's about how to market and how to explode into 2021 with your business if you're an individual or corporate executive or anything that you're out there, entrepreneur. We're going to have world-class speakers there. Um, there's going to be no ask. I'm not saying, hey, you know, give me your credit card. Not, nothing. There will be just a free value to the, uh, to the world. And, um, you know, we're, we're excited about that. And yes, I'd like to be able to have offices throughout the country. Um, you know, I'd like to be able to be truly um, in the space of the financial uh, company that provides leads for people and not the other way around. But obviously we want to bring on the right personality that fits our DNA. A hundred percent. It was an amazing conversation. Um, I'm looking forward to having you back once uh, your Epic University is going gonna, is gonna to be live and you guys are going to have a lot of uh, collateral, maybe like eBooks or anything else to give to my uh, listeners. In the meantime, where can people find you? Well, great. Thank you for that. Listen, they can get a lot of education right now on our YouTube channel. It's really, really, really good. So that's awesome. Epic Financial Strategies, Epic Financial Strategies. But if they want to eat, check out the website, um, it's once again, epicfinancialstrategies.co, not .com, but .co. And, um, okay. you know, if, if through there, I do have a, uh, an account where they could book a meeting with us and be able to get free education whenever they want. Perfect. Rob, thanks a lot for being on the show and I'll talk to you soon again. Thank you, De Niro. And this is it for today, CEOs. Thanks for staying with us until the end. Can I ask you a big favor? Can you please leave a review? I know the podcast app is not super straightforward. So if you don't know how to leave a review, just DM me on Instagram at De Niro B. D-E-N-I-E-R-O-B. And I will send you the direct link to the review section and to show you my appreciation, I will answer any business question you ask me during that conversation. So thank you again, and I will talk to you again soon.